What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of In the Nick of Time. And today, guys, I want to get into uh, basically why we should separate ourselves from the world as Christians. And the fact that it's not about controlling us, but it's about saving our lives. And we can believe that or not believe that. But at the end of the day, God loves us and he cares about us. And it goes deeper than just us having uh, the best material, uh, materially blessed lifestyle. It's about being blessed spiritually as well as physically. So, guys, let's get into this. Why we should be separate from the world. What's good, guys? Welcome to another episode of In the Nick of Time, where I tackle spiritual aspects of life's trials and tribulations. And, guys, before each episode, I like to give a disclaimer. First of all, I want to let you know that I am not a preacher. I am not a life coach. I am not a licensed psychologist. I am just a believer, a firm believer in in God's word and his truth. I want to challenge today uh, world views. On this this podcast, that's what I do. I, I like to challenge world views with a biblical perspective. And on this, uh, on this podcast, I simply want the world to wake up, which I entitled the theme of my podcast, Wake Up World. At first, it was Church is Not the Answer. And I, I incorporated Wake Up World in my podcast as a segment in my podcast. Um, and I, I simply felt like I... You know, just wanted to simply make that the thing because I feel like the world feels like it's just so woke. You know, it feels like it has all the answers. You know, it's telling people, you know, uh, what they want to hear, what their itchy ears want to hear. And on this podcast, I just want to tell you the truth. Um, First of all, um... I want to talk about why does God want us to be separate from the world? And like I say, I don't like to give my opinions. I don't I don't like to I don't like to bombard people with what I think, you know, God means when when he says something in his word. I I just want you to hear what he has to say. And I don't want you to interpret it the way you want you want to interpret it. You need to hear his word in context and understand that he's not saying something just to be saying it. Why does God want us as Christians to be separate from the world? Okay? In John 14, starting at verse 1, chapter 14 of John. Jesus is, 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 is telling you the way to the Father. 
Don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust also in me. There is more than enough room in my father's home. If this were not so, would I have told you that I am going to prepare a place for you? When everything is ready, I will come and get you so that you will always be with me where I am. And you know the way to where I'm going. Now let's put that in context. Let's put that in proper context. Uh, when when you have a gathering at your home, do do you want uh, do you allow any and everybody to come to your home? And uh, people that have shown you that they don't care about uh, your personal things, your personal space, or whatever, you don't invite them to your home. If if you've decorated your home nicely and beautifully. Uh, and everything in it is it, 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 in its proper place, and you feel like when when cer- certain people come over and they bring their kids or whatever, when they leave, everything is out of place. Everything is 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 uh, a mess, and you have to clean it up to get it back to your liking. So when Jesus said, "There's enough room in my Father's home," if it were not so, I would have told you. I would have told you so. So, if if Jesus is going to prepare a place for us with the Father, do you think that it makes sense to to go prepare a place for you to come and do what whatever you want to do? For you to bring that same energy from earth to glory. Do you really think that that makes sense. And then with us being, when when it comes to the, 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 the concept of being separate from the world, it does not mean you have to isolate yourself. I, I would agree wholeheartedly that we, uh, that we're going to come in contact with people, different people, all, you know, all walks of life. It's just, are they influencing us? Or are we influencing them? Being separate from the world means I don't do everything that the world does. And then uh, try to uh, rationalize it and justify it and say, well, God loves me anyway. And and, and uh, we're not perfect beings. And that's understood. That's understood. Because first of all, we, we hear so much. I hear people say it all the time. That that there was an old-fashioned way of doing Christianity. And I, I just feel like <clears throat> there's no such thing. Excuse me. There's no such thing. There is no such thing as, a old, as Christianity or God's way being antiquated. His way cannot be antiquated. His, his word was relevant 2,000 years ago and it's relevant today to us, to all walks of life. God's word does not get old. There, there, now, uh, there's a way that seems right to man where we, have, we, we change with the culture, but God never changes. He said that in his word, I don't change. I don't change, you know, who I am. And I'm not going to... I'm not going to conform to fit you. Do you think God is, is, is willing to say, okay, you know what? I'm being a little too harsh. 
when he says don't gossip when he says don't lie why why is a lie so bad because when you tell one lie you gotta keep lying and 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 keep lying that's why and how does it affect people think about a family that has has a child that is adopted and no one tells that child and at 23 you tell that child you adopted and that child is like I've been living a lie who am I And you may have felt like, hey, I did it for all the right reasons. And that's okay for you to feel like that. But why does God say don't lie? Because when the truth comes out, it affects more than just you. Think about a man who who, who has been uh who has been married for 20 years. And he has three kids. And he and he and but but uh, he lives a double life. He actually is also has a boyfriend. Vice versa, woman. Been married for 20 years, but on the side, she has a girlfriend. She's living a double life. But she has built this family over here. This, 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 uh, what the world and society wants her to be. And then when it comes out, the lie that she's been telling. It's not just affecting her. She has kids. He has kids that will be affected by this lie. Why does God say don't to be separate from the world when it comes to sexual immorality? Because there's sexually transmitted diseases. Not just getting pregnant. You know, it, it's there's sexually transmitted diseases that can happen. There are no surefire ways when you're giving your soul to any and everybody. When you have soul ties with any and everybody. When, as a woman, when many souls have entered your body, what what does that do to you and your soul and how you feel and what do you think about yourself? Not just what the world thinks about you, but what do you feel about yourself when you look in the mirror? We always say it's a double standard, but do you feel good when you look in the mirror when you got soul ties with several different people who have entered your body? Like I said, you don't let anybody come into your home. So if your body is your temple, why do you allow anybody to enter? So that's why he wants us to be separate from the world you can't look like the world and say hey i'm good i'm still a christian i still believe in god but what what do what do they have what what will inspire anybody to uh come to jesus when they say hey i'm already there i'm already doing that what I see the Christian community doing, that's what we're doing over here. So why would we want why would we not want to be separate if we say we're different? If we're different, we gotta look like we're different. And Jesus didn't go prepare a place for people to come with the same energy here 
and take it to where he's going to prepare a, a place for you. A mansion. Would you treat a, an, a would you treat a mansion the way you would treat an apartment? I'm just I, I want you to bring it down to our perspective, what we see, what we look like. Would you treat a Benz the same way you would treat a, a Toyota Corolla? And God simply wants us to do His will now. Let's talk about what God's will is for us. His will is simply that we honor our parents. That we speak truthfully. That we learn to uh, be generous to those who are less fortunate. Because we're always talking about black people and poverty and, 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 and all of these things. But... Poverty is, you don't have anything, no resources, no job to look forward to going to, no income. You, you're, not, you, you're not privileged to have food in a refrigerator which stays cool for you to eat. You are, when you're in poverty, you don't have a decent bed to lay down in at night. You don't have a home that has air and central heating and air. Now, the apartment or the home that you live in may not be to your liking, but, hey, it's still not what poverty really is. Because you have people that are eating out of the garbage can, standing on the street corner begging every day. They don't have a home to go to. They may be actually sleeping in a cardboard box. That's poverty. And those are the people that we need to be generous to. Those are the poor, real poor people. Those of us who, who, who don't know how to manage our, in, our finances and we spend money, you know, unwisely and our bank account is overdraft and overdrawn, that's not, that's, that's, that doesn't mean you're poor and less fortunate. That just means you have to learn how to do better and not live beyond your means. There's a difference in poor and poverty than somebody that's just, hey, you mismanage your money, you don't have the things that you want. You can't do all of the things that you want. God also, his his will is also that we learn how to forgive each other. Now, I'm honestly, that's a hard thing for me. Even, you know, now, that's a hard thing for me to do. You know, it's hard for me to say I forgive. When I know because some of the things that I feel like we do to each other, we don't have to do. You know, if you're mad at me because uh, I have something you don't, you know, and you then you start trying to uh, stab me in the back, you start trying to, you know, hurt me, you betray my trust, you know, that's a hard pill for me to swallow. But God's will is that we learn how to do that because he's forgiving us. His will is also that we seek justice. And, 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 and when we talk about this thing called justice, yes, we see a lot of injustices when it comes to brown people. We see it all the time. 
but but God shows no partiality. There are uh, sexually human traffic traffic uh, trafficking going on in several countries. Uh, there are so many uh, cultures that are 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 really being uh, mistreated and 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 dogged out and and they don't have some of the freedoms that we have here in this country but yet we only seek justice uh in a selfish way because we're we're constantly talking about as women as black women as black men equality and being treated a certain way and i understand the fight but we also got have to look at you know that we're being selfish because we're always at, at, at speaking as if we're we're targeted by everybody and i just don't believe that narrative are we are we treated differently yes do we always do we most of the time seem as though we're getting the short end of the stick yes but what we what we do about that is 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 uh, so important because I bring that up because uh, there uh, was a situation where Taraji P Henson, the actress, uh, she's in a new movie. She's starring in a new movie, The Color Purple. Uh, she was doing an interview on one of the, you know for the press tour that they're doing for the movie to promote the movie. And uh, she came, she she started to cry. And she uh, voiced her displeasure with how black women are underpaid, how they're treated. Uh, The fact that she, um, she's, you know, been contemplating leaving acting. And, uh, giving it all up and uh, because they're underpaid. Now, everyone had their opinions. Uh, they, well, Monique said that why, why, why didn't she get the support? Well, and I know people are going to get mad at me for this, but it was Taraji's vulnerability that 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 garnered the support that she got. Monique came off as that person that I don't need nobody's support. I'm strong enough to fight these people on my own. And then uh, the vitriol in which she went about uh attacking the problem so to speak she you know suck my you know if I had one I say suck my and she's talking to these people uh, Tyler Perry Oprah Winfrey Lee Daniels I don't I don't condone you know us as black women being underpaid and underappreciated for and for the value that we bring to uh, a, a movie or whatever. 
That's not why I'm speaking on this. I'm speaking on when we fight. We need God and we need to pray and we need to ask for guidance on how to approach a situation. Because we don't always want to come out as we're angry. We can be angry, but it doesn't have to always show and 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 we don't always have to project that. You know, if we're angry, we still have to be able to show vulnerability to show people, yes, I'm angry, but I'm also hurt. Because this has been going on for a long time. And see, we we take meekness and we 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 we, we say that's weakness. We, we, we don't want to be too vulnerable about certain things because it makes it, we feel like that, that opens the door and, and people will think we're weak. But when you're always angry and then you suffer uh, the consequences in the process, you know, because Monique was blackballed. And you didn't see her in no leading roles for for quite a while after that situation occurred. Now, not condoning that. That's not what I'm doing. But what I am saying is we have to realize that we play a part in this thing. Like, our will is forgiveness, which she did later. And seeking justice and seeking justice for all people who are being mistreated, not just black women, not just uh, black people, so to speak. Because, yes, we see a lot of injustices that we suffer, but at the same time, we have to find a way. To realize that the people that we're asking to show integrity and 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 show us respect when we're seeking justice from from the from these people, we have to realize they're probably never going to give us uh, what we're asking for. Then they're probably never going to stop trying to keep us from reaching a certain uh, level of, of status. And I think we need to uh, stop gravitating towards making being seen as uh, powerful in this, this world, in this, in this realm, in and in our culture, you know, because when we put ourselves up here and we're not humble, God will humble us. He will humble us when we're not seeking justice for all of the wrong, for all of the right reasons. See, we're seeking justice because we want power. Are we really seeking justice for black people because we feel like you know, everybody truly deserves a chance because you have some black people that won't even give other black people a chance. 
So we we what are we really seeking justice for? It, when God talks about seeking justice, He's talking about the widows, the uh, the the oppressed. Now, like I said, are we the only oppressed culture? Yes, in our eyes, from our vantage point, from what we see on a day-to-day basis. You know, but what is oppression? Think about what's going on with Diddy. Diddy was oppressing other black artists, other young black up-and-coming uh, uh musicians and now look at his fall from grace everybody's coming out he's this he's that uh christian keys goes on a a a full-on uh testimonial on instagram about how he was approached sexually in by another male another powerful male So, when we're talking about these things of seeking justice, we got to think about, you know, what we're fighting for. And and lastly, I want to pose the question once again. Are marginalized people the only, are marginalized people only brown skin? Are we the only marginalized group of people? And I would say no. I would say no. And I know a lot of people probably going to get mad at me, but I, I simply don't believe we're the only ones that are being mistreated. And uh, I hope that I was able to, you know, break down some things that uh, are talked about on a day-to-day basis. But the solution is we got to change. We got to change. And and let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. And I could give you. I'm going to give you scripture to back up what I'm saying. We got to change. And let me show you why. In 2 Chronicles, chapter 7, starting at verse 14, it says, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. So we got to change. We got to change. We got to change. So guys, I hope that you take away from this episode. This is what I want you to understand. Why then should we be separated from the world? Like I stated earlier, remember in John chapter 14, 1 and 6, he went to prepare a place for us, a better place. He, in, in certain, some versions of the Bible, it says, 
in my father's house are many mansions. So he's going to prepare a place for us. But we have to do his will. What is his will? That we be holy because he is holy. Our perfection is not about how many mistakes we try not to make. It is about are we diligently seeking God in order to help us refrain from indulging our sinful nature. That's what it's about. And with that obedience to his will, God wants us to start with our family dynamics. Are we dealing with the honor that we show our parents. And why is that so important? Because your parents were given a gift that enabled them to create and give you a chance at this life and the life to come. And God did not only say, take care of brown-skinned people. We must get back to God's purpose for us. And that's what I want you to take from this episode and episodes that I do in the future. We got to get back to God's purpose for our life. And we and we have to stop making up excuses for why we don't want to live the life that God has has blueprinted for us. To get from earth to glory. Excuse me. That's our real goal. Because we're not going to be here forever. So repentance and living a different lifestyle. is, Is not for the purpose of God trying to control you. Who doesn't want to go to a place where it's love, peace, joy, Your tears will be dry. No more death. No more murder. No more gun violence. No more sickness and disease. Who doesn't want to prepare themselves for a place like that? Well, you will be able to see clearly. You won't be worried about taking all types of medications and supplements to to take care of, of this temple. That is breaking down day by day. Day by day as we get older. That age is put on our body. But our spiritual man can continue to mature. Can continue to be energized. It can continue to be better and better. And it can continue to get stronger and stronger. And it's the only way it gets sick. It's when you don't nurture it. Because we can eat right. We can eat nothing but salads, drink nothing but water. And and your body still will break down. You still will get older. You may prolong the inevitable. But when you nurture that spiritual man. it, 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 It engulfs your soul. So that your soul will live eternally. And your soul will not die. But it will it will go on to live with God forever. Why wouldn't you want to do 
what God asks you to do because he's preparing you for that love that we don't experience here. He's preparing you for no more tears, no more sorrow, no more disease. He's preparing you for that. That's why some people, they they can be sick, but they can still be happy. Because they know God is preparing me for something even better. Where I won't even have to worry about this no more. Thank God for the doctor. Thank God for medication and science. But most of all, we need to be thanking God for an opportunity to live this life in preparation for the life to come. So guys, let's reprogram our thinking. Let's get back to love. Let's recover the life that the devil tries to take from us each and every day. And most importantly, God may not be there when you want to, but he'll be there in the nick of time. Guys, I love you. Peace. And I'm out. Until next time, God's will. Stay up and keep learning how to love.